Thanks for joining us this Saturday for the open mic. There are no comedians here yet. I am here in the building, not regretting keeping the time open for comics, but a little bit not so happy that they're all so talented that they don't need to come practice their jokes here this afternoon at Mutiny Radio. They must all have families who love them or things to do. That's amazing. I'm impressed. Not jealous at all. But I am here at 4 o'clock on a Saturday for comics so that they can run their jokes. But again, such talented individuals with so many things to do that they don't need to be here at mutinyradio.fm. But I am, and it's a great space, and there's these great chairs here, and uh, we're going to get a entertainment license soon because who knew that stand-up comedy open mics are considered entertainment. I had no idea, San Francisco, that you considered this. I mean, it's crazy to me that I would have to buy a permit for this to hold a room open for no one to be here. But hey, that's cool. I'll do it. Do I have any new jokes to run this week? I suppose I do. I guess I could tell you the one about my kitten being the cutest cat that ever catted. It's not funny. It's just awesome. I used to have a cat named Spike. He was the best cat that ever catted in the history of cats and all the firmament of cats. May he live forever in the sky with all the other cats that live forever. Sadly, that cat was so great that it took two cats to take the place of my one cat. So now I have two cats. They came a year apart from each other because we had a cat for a year. And then, you know, that's the beauty about cats is you can tell them they're not good enough and it doesn't matter. And then you just have another one. It's a little different with children when you have a child for a year and then you look at them and you're like, you're not good enough. I have to have another. And then you do. But with kittens, it's much easier and the food is much cheaper and life is much more snuggly and wonderful because they don't drool as much as babies. No, no, no. Hey, everybody, if you like babies, babies are cool. I'm just saying, as a 45-year-old woman, me having a baby is not a good idea. But another kitten! Yay! My music ran out. I was going to try to be artistic there and put up some music to punctuate my love and joy of kittens. Well, let's listen to some opera, and we're going to wait. I'm going to wait about 10 minutes And if I don't get any comics here, I'm going to say, fuck it. And I'm going to enjoy the rest of my Saturday. But hey, I'm holding up my end of the bargain. I'm here.
who looks as though we have a quorum. We have three comedians. That means there's four people in the audience, so... Hell, that's enough. I mean, we're all sitting here anyway. What else the fuck are we doing with our weekend? So, we'll tell some jokes into a microphone. That'll be fun in a few minutes. We'll be right back after these weird opera songs. I hope you're enjoying your Saturday, whatever you're doing. Maybe you're spending time with your family that loves you. Fuck you. All right, good for you. It's so nice that you still have family that loves you. We're here at Mutiny Radio. As for my uh, promotion I put out today, and I said, let's see how many dicks come. That's because it was an old Jane and Dick cartoon from back when kids used to know how to read. And they used to read Jane and Dick. And then there was a little sister and there was a cat dog named Spot and a cat named Mittens or some shit. And so I put up, you know, depends how many dicks show up because it's a joke about Dick and Jane. Not just, but also comedians are usually dudes. That's just a thing. But here we are. Uh, this is actually exciting because we have we're 50-50 right now. We got two ladies in the house. We got two dudes in the house. Not that I'm into that whole gender binary thing, but we're working it. And it's happening here today at the Saturday Open Mic. So um, y'all fucking sign up on that list. Tell me who's first. And we're going to have this one more opera song. And then we'll be back with comedy. So is Cody Abbey first or did he leave? He's right here. Okay, he's here. Oh, you're going to go first. All right, everybody. Coming up to the stage here. Hey, and uh, don't forget to donate if you can't donate. uh, Because we have to have a fucking permit now. Because this, what we're doing right now is considered entertainment. Look at yourselves and then think about the city. And then realize that what we're doing right now here is illegal. Because we need an entertainment permit to do what we're doing, which I think is fucking insane. There are four people in a room. We have enough speakers on just like we're in someone's house. And yet this is a performance. So thanks city of San Francisco. I'll get that thousand dollars to you real quick. And then we'll have that for next year so that 
Five people can congregate in a room and tell each other jokes, San Francisco, with a little bit of noise on. But yeah, I'll give you your thousand fucking dollars, San Francisco. You're welcome. I just don't understand. I fucking don't understand it. I'm like, this? This is what they want a permit for. This requires a permit, what we're doing right now. Me yelling into a microphone, you barely being able to hear it, no one on the street being able to hear it, but still, this is entertainment. So, yes, next year we'll have that. And uh, so, uh, <laughs> so when I ask you for money, it's not for nothing. It's like, it's for... <laughs> The city's like, oh, are you guys getting like remotely popular at all? Well, let's fuck you in the asshole and let you not exist. How about that? Free speech, my ass. No, seriously, like every time you get ahead in the world and you feel like, oh, look, things are okay for a second. They're like, oh, no, now you have to get liability insurance. Oh, no, now you have to get an entertainment license. And so it's just reoccurring costs that happen every year. Oh, thank God Rob is here. He's such a breath of cooling, lovely air. Hi, Rob. It's so beautiful to see you. Now we really have a quorum. We have five comedians in a room and this is officially worth it. Put your hands together. For your first comedian, everyone, Fiat Chase. Fiat Chase. Man, that rant is going to, I'm going to like, I didn't think I'd be able to donate it. I offered to, to help do some cleaning, but it's actually, I'm going to go into my last like pennies and, and cents. Um, you count the pennies, I'll count the dollars. That's perfect. <laughs> There was no soft landings, unfortunately. Um, yeah, that sucks. That happened back in New York. Um, cabaret license. There was no dancing in bars back in like 2000. Giuliani came in and was like, no dancing in bars unless you pay the cabaret fee, which was, I think it was New York, probably more than that. So whatever we can do uh, to get Pam $1,000, uh, pretty crazy. Um, I am a political activist. No, no. You know what? First, I, I did. I scoured the news. Fiat Chase. Um, so, what is her name? Um, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Uh, Teddy Mellencamp asks Instagram followers to help her naming her girl. I go for Joan Puma Mellencamp, and that's going to be my worst joke. I hope it is weird having followers. I'm a political activist, so like I don't know how many followers I actually have. You know what I'm like in real life. Like I turn around, you know, do something. Hey, you like that? You know what I mean? You want to play Candy Crush? Throw some candy on the ground. Crush it in the life of a political activist. You know what I mean? And I think I've been getting some insulting emails. I kind of stopped checking my email. So I get a I get an email from an old job that I got fired from for bullshit for like a 401k. Started like writing the response. I'm like, no, I'm just gonna let that one go. Then I try to volunteer at SF Marin Food Bank and I get two requests to donate food. And I'm like, um so I know what I'm gonna do. I've done it before. I'm going to rob the food bank. I'm going to go in with the banana. Hidden. Hidden. You know what I mean? Just a food bank. All right. Hey. Come on. Nope, nope, nope. Not the oranges. Everyone knows the cool aid dye packs in there. Now go to the vault. Get the Ben and Jerry's. Get the haagen Get out here now. Rob the food bank. I'm that poor. Homeless director of the San Francisco Institute of Contemporary Art. It's pretty bad. Christmas was pretty good. I had a better Christmas than I thought. Halloween is the toughest one because like you're right there, right? You're homeless. I've been doing it for four years, so I kind of know how to make a night of it. But you're you're homeless. I go for the new homeowners. They're understanding the cost of owning a home. They don't understand all the small print. 
fine print on the homeowner's insurance. So I just go up there, you know what I mean? Vague costume, you know? I was Kato Kalen. No one knew who the fuck I was, so I nailed the costume. You know, everyone's people are like, uh, Joe Dirt? I was like, no. Um, the, the, guy, the guy who sells koosh balls at the kiosk at the mall. I was like, nope. So I'm at the door. You know, got my bag out. Come on, another Tootsie Roll, come on. Hey, out of my corner of my eye, I pretend like I spot something, you know, like, hey, uh, girl by the garage, chef's hat, blowtorch, Julia Tarled, boom, they just run, I just pick and roll, boom, close the door, I'm in, they're ringing it, like, sorry, no more candy, get a home-cooked meal, get a shower, I got laid twice, two years, you know, um, so that's what I got going on. I'm cheating. I'm looking at my notes a little bit here. Um, how many? Oh, Victoria's Secret. Victoria's Secret fashion show canceled. Only 2.3 million viewers last year. No, no, no. We need this. You know, you got the clicker. Your friends got the clicker. Like Ukraine, 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 and Peach and Peach and Peach. London, France. Giselle Bundchen's underpants. Yellow vest. Wait, hold on, hold on. Go back. Like we need this. You know what I mean? We are so. There's this writer I like, Walter Kern, and he, and he says something about, he had a post a while ago, like our boring do-right culture, people are just going to be craving just, I forget what he writes, but he's right. So like I walk in to get coffee the other day, and I had this great stud muffin shirt on, and the guy's just like hating on it, just like looking at me, like the mm, like frown. Like if you see my hair and you know my intelligence, you know some of my ability, just like don't hate on that. There used to be this, there used to be this great store. I don't know if it's still there on Valencia Street, right? Mission's so gentrified, the street preachers are speaking in English now, right? It's pretty fucked. Like everything's everything's changed over, right? Re one bedroom apartments, thirty six hundred dollars in San Francisco. Nowadays they're charging, they're gouging Pam for an entertainment license. Like this comedy, my my set right now is not that good. So. So like if you're calling this entertainment, just fucking hop on the fucking Hulu Plus or whatever the fuck you're doing, right? Um, what else do I got to talk about? Speaking of TV, like how many Law and Order fucking reruns can we stand? You know what I mean? It's like Law and Order, Nursery Fraud Division. Okay, so what you're saying is, ma'am, is when you went in... There were four roots. That's what you paid for on the bonsai tree. You brought the tree home and there were three roots? Yes, that's right. All right, I gotta do something about this. You know what I mean? Sex workers are getting fucked. I don't know, I don't know what's going on. They are, they are. They, we, need to, we, we need to legalize some of this stuff. You know what I mean? They're working their ass off. They are working their ass off. You know what I mean? They're working their ass off. I'm, I'm not, I'm not, hey, I'm not, I'm not for it or I'm a libertine. You know what I mean? It's a great word if you look it up. I'm kind of a I'm just a libertine, man. You know what I mean? Like I know we need rules. I just think that the world's oldest profession is it the oldest There's got to be like what it's it's not comedian. This shit is hard work. This is like the like thousandth like, you know, society got like so bad. Like they were coming down so hard on the sex workers. They were like, hey, like, hey, like trying to distract like the um, the authorities and like ancient wherever, you know, like, hey, like he's that guy's funny. Like, go. You don't you don't want a piece of this. Go talk to him. He'll make you laugh. And it's like, yeah, that's what we're that's what we're on Earth for. We crave fucking love and sex and fun. <sighs> That's my rant. I'm Fiat Chase. Thanks. <laughs> Thank
got Chase. He has so much passion. That's so beautiful. Yay, passion is a real thing that people have. No, that's nice. That's nice that he has feelings and he still cares. I, I mean, I'm really, after this whole Christmas thing, you still have any semblance of a heart or any, like, emotional acuity at all? I'm impressed. Like, wow. No one else, no one else hates this time of year? No one else depressed? Just me. Who's next? All right, your next comedian is a savior of mine. If there's anything I can say about woman, this one is not a cunt. She is a sweet, sweet lady, and she came to my defense when, let me just tell you a quick story. There's a secret bacon group for women called Mermaid Pants, and they kicked me out, those cunty bitches. They kicked me out without saying anything. And why? And then they go, why would you rebel against us? You let me in and then you kicked me out and you don't think I'm going to say anything? So I dropped the little note, you know, a couple weeks ago about how all they did on that stupid Facebook group is complain about how none of them got fucking booked. Look at another show with all men comics. Look at all the shows with all men comics. And I was like, hey, bitches, you're all boycotting Mutiny Radio. You could have a lot of fucking time and you don't have to fucking be cunty about it. And they're, hey, but I feel so unsafe in your place because I have a vagina. You fucking snowflake Gen Z little bitches. I grew up in a time where when you went to a party, you expected to get raped. It was called the 90s. When you went to a hip-hop club in the 90s, what did you think was going to happen? A guy was going to come up behind you and he was going to stick his ass in your buns and he's going to dance with you without permission. And we just dealt with it. Oh, and now everyone's so special. He looked at me funny across the room. Meow, meow, meow. Well, you know what, girls? I lived through it. I'm a fucking Vietnam War vet of fucking misogyny. And oh, now everything has to be so perfect. But this wonderful comedian came to my rescue and said, hey, ladies, stop being such cunty bitches. And what did they do? The guys came out and kicked her in the ass. Well, I appreciate you. Put your hands together for Deborah Upton. Oh, hey. Oh, oh, I'm on. Hey, I'm on. All right, that's pirate Deborah. Uh, fuck, how do you follow that shit? I mean, <laughs> whoa! Ah, oh, I could do karate kick right now, but... I was, uh, I I got a confession. I got a, a fucking confession. I went in the bathroom. Yeah, I did a number two, and I felt. Guess someone had to walk in right after. I went. Okay, I gotta go now. I'm sorry you had to walk in. I'm sorry. Can you hear me? Okay. Got it. Got it. Fuck. Yeah, Pam. I was like, yeah, I got attacked on this fucking random like feed thing going, hey, you, you call those pussies. I go, what the fuck? Are, and then, you know how many people are called pussies and then they'll go, well, you call me a pussy. I, Jesus, get, grow up, grow a thicker skin, something. I mean, what woman hasn't been raped? I mean, uh, shit, I'm sorry. That's pretty dark, but I'm sorry. I know what it's like out there. You can, I've been around a while. But anyway, first off, I'd like to apologize for me and White. Yeah. Um, the re it's taken a while to get up here, as you can see. You know, I had to do a lot of fucking research. And uh, I've come to the conclusion, yes, we're fucked. We are. I was, um, I got so fucking lost today. I've been like driving all day. I accidentally, I drove past 
this in, in Petaluma, Petaluma, I was driving, and I'm going past this farm where I used to live on. This farm is so fucking depressing, the flies commit suicide. I don't know. My, when I lived there, my self-esteem was so fucking low, I had to ask you how I felt. Yes, pretty bad. But, like Pam said, it's a good day. Why? Because I did not commit suicide today. Whoa, thank you. A round of applause. You don't know how hard it is. Now, granted, I've tried. I, I had a Polish attempt at it. I, um, cause I'm, this half down is, is Polish, this half up's Irish. I know, I'm a dumb drunk, what the fuck. But anyway, I don't eat a bottle of vitamins, it just turns the whites of your eyes yellow. Yeah, what do I have here? Oh yeah, and then I just realized, you know what? I'm not attracted to my boyfriend anymore. I know, he quit hitting me. All right, you're not, if you're fucking not laughing, you just haven't been abused enough, okay? I know, but my boyfriend gives me things, you know? Herpes, crabs. No, but seriously, I, I do. I know why people break up. You wanna know? They're together, yeah. I know, that was a tough one. No, I, I have, do you guys do this? Is anyone at home, are you, do you guys do this? You have your phone and you, you get a text or something and you're all, oh no, I'm fired, he's breaking up. Oh, you can't, you just, you're afraid of reading that text. You have post-traumatic text syndrome, yeah. There's also, I like this one, selective texting. That's my favorite. Did you get, did you, I'm sorry, I called you a fucktard. And, and then I, did you get my text? No, but he did. But yeah, it's selective texting. Anyway, speaking of rape, I, uh, well, I, yeah, I don't know. It's like, we got a lot of sausages in the room. But anyway, uh, I, I, I want to address the ladies here, and since we're in the city, probably a few men, that have you been mouth raped? You know, uh, it's actually, this is why I'm sharing it. I come walking in, there he's on the bed. Woo, spread eagle there, broad, naked, saying, I don't know if you want to do this. And I'm thinking, oh, uh, she's sexy, yeah, I'll go for that. Yeah, I'm down, uh-huh. So I'm thinking, oh God, I'm gonna get some, I'm gonna get laid right on. And then uh, I'm getting into, you know, I'm doing my job. And then all of a sudden I hear, uh, uh, oh, thank you, baby. And I'm all, oh, I know him. I know what that meant. That meant, that's all this is. This is just for me. And I went, oh, well, I couldn't really actually speak because my mouth was full. And uh, at, at this point now, I, I need one. You, what are all those things at the dentist when you're they're suctioning out the your saliva, I needed one of those right now. But I'm just gonna say, honestly, I don't know why this goes on with the, the mouth rape, because we there's teeth involved. I mean, you had a mouth that's full of teeth, I think. So here's a bit of advice. Next time that happens to, to you, you just use your teeth. Because actually, being mouth rape, it sucks, you know? Anyway. 
So, okay, I got another joke. I don't know which one you want to hear first. You want to hear about anal or penis shock? Oh, everybody always picks the anal. I don't know why. I mean, seriously, how can a vagina compete with an asshole? It's really how. You know, I don't know. It's really difficult. But I, I know for a fact that guys just want to go there in the end. I mean, they just do. I Because I know I'm old, old. So I made up an anal rule. Okay. Uh, first... If you're four inches and below, it gets in. Five inches if you're a pencil dick. And then I thought, if you don't want to be bothered with uh, this bullshit, you just date a Christian. And now I, I say that I was dating this guy. Granted, he's an alcoholic, drug addict, and fucked up dude. But I go to him, I go, uh, hey, how come you never asked to stick your dick in my ass? He goes, it's unholy. I went, oh, so date a Christian. And then I have a health tip here for you. Free from me. Okay, it was, it was a Sunday. I was tired, home, hungry, broke, hungover, and uh, I had hemorrhoids. I go, oh my God, I don't want to go out. So my boyfriend at the time, who had been begging for the anal sex, I said, uh, Today's your lucky day, honey. Come on in. And boom. It was like Rota fucking Rooter. It's like, bam. Hemorrhoids were gone. Gone. There you go. And you know, I haven't had them since. Seriously, I have not had. Now, I, I, I'm sure a lot of guys don't want to try this. But uh, anyway, there, there was my anal. And uh, I'm going to close with something I feel I've accomplished. I try to be a good citizen, seriously. I mean, these are all true stories. I hit a car. There was nobody around. It was dark. I go, okay, I got to do the right thing here now. You know, I guess I better write a note. So I did. I wrote a note, said I was sorry. And uh, on closing, I'd just like to say for all of you out there, if none of you plan for your future, you just live with someone who did. And thank you for having me, Pam. Yay, Deborah Upton, yay! I don't know. Yay! Thank you for also, thank you so much for uh, standing up for me on the internet. Not a lot of people did it, and you did, and I really appreciate that. It means a lot. It meant a lot. No, it's uh, it's funny, uh, and I and I welcome all the men in the building today. I also welcome all vaginas. I welcome everyone to Mutiny Radio. But you should know that in 2020, my New Year's resolution is to double down on people that hate me. And since the women in San Francisco have decided that they hate me, I'm bringing it to the masses. I'm gonna say. Oh, hey, ladies, what, am I not good enough for you? What, am I the only woman-owned business owner in San Francisco that runs her own comedy venue? And that's not good enough for you, you feminist ass wipes? Seriously, oh, you're such a feminist, but we don't support women. That's exactly what feminists do, is not support other women because they're cunty little bitches and they don't want to see anyone else get the dick. I don't want the dick. I don't, I'm not going to have a baby. I'm not fighting you for biological supremacy. I'm never having a kid. You don't have to fight with me. I don't look pretty. I don't wear makeup. I don't give a fuck. I wish I was a guy. I wish I had a dick. You know how much easier men are easier to get along with? I can rant like this and they just go, yeah, whatever, Pam, you're cool at the end of the day. But 
But women are like, oh my god, she said two things. I mean, did she said something about me or she looked weird and re- You know what? Women are awful and I don't know how you guys are in relationships with them. I have no idea. I think everyone should be gay. I can't understand what lesbians are doing. How do you get along with these cunty bitches? How are you doing it? I don't know either. Who's your next comedian who's going to deal with this cunty bitch right here? You know what? Your next comedian, he's such a joy and a wonderment. He's been so supportive of Mutiny Radio. He's part of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. He's a lovely dude. He's very, very funny. He works on his jokes so hard, and I appreciate him so much. Clap your hands wildly for Cody Abe. Yeah. Yay. Sorry, the music disappeared. Oh, yeah. Hi, everybody. I, uh, I don't know. I, I came here because I'm... Yeah, how much, how much time we were doing? Because I, I just need, you can pretty okay. much. Um, Deborah did eight. Uh, uh, Fiat did uh, seven. You okay. can kind of whatever you want. Honestly. Right, I got a, I got a lot of shit to go. Because <laughs> uh, I haven't been doing comedy recently. Because I went home. I went home to Hawaii. It was fun. Uh, I, I I ate a lot. I fucking gained a lot of weight. Do I care? No, no, I don't. Why? Because uh, uh, now I can do cocaine out of my house. <laughs> Uh, again, no. Uh, Kelly knows I don't do cocaine. Um, you got you and Fiat look like you're auditioning for the reboot of Home Alone. By the way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, you're like the the Marv, or I don't know who would be Marv. I don't know, whatever. Joe Pesci, who's shorter? You're shorter. Fiat shorter. You're Joe Pesci. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, just white guy with a beard. Okay. Um, I don't know. I, I went back. Uh, I, 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 it, it's it, going back to Hawaii is is, is really weird because every time I go back, it's more and more gentrified, uh, which means I love it more and more. Uh, it's it honestly, it's <laughs> like, like if you had seen Hawaii what it, for or like the the place that I grew up uh, when I was growing up like even the short time that I've been gone it's been it's been gentrified so much so that uh, I can actually go out at night uh, to do stuff that's fun cuz I don't know if you know this but gentrification means nightlife that's that's all it means <laughs> in Hawaii at least in in Hawaii that's what it meant in Hawaii cuz before that uh literally all it was was just world war 2 uh, vets that settled down afterward and had families and just kept that I don't know it was a very it's it's a time capsule like Hawaii is is a time capsule of what it was like uh, 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 like what it was like in basically like my house my, my house that I grew up in I haven't my 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 I, I've never moved uh, from my childhood house my, my mom owns it my grandmother owned it uh, it was built in like the like the like the late forties, like after the war ended, and they get, they gave it to they they let uh, you know vets buy the houses and all that kind of stuff. It was cool, uh, but it's it's a really small house, like it like not just like not that it, like it's a good it, lots of square feet, but it's built like uh, the the contractors were racist against Asian people. Like oh, they don't need to reach that. <laughs> then. They don't need to reach that uh, <laughs> light switch, it, or they 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 they'll need help reaching that light switch. You know, like it's my my the toilet is the the bathroom is smaller than that one. It's crazy, uh, it's crazy. Um, like 
I, I don't I don't understand. I I guess it makes sense though because my mom is like five two or something like that, and my and my grandmother is five, four four four, eleven four nine now. I think I don't know. She gets shorter every year. It's it's that's how it goes. Uh, I don't know. I I went back to visit her. Uh, she's very old. Uh, like in her late nineties. Uh, it's, it's incredible. Uh, I love her very much. But it, it's like. Uh, I go back and visit her and I get really sad and I just it just because you know it might be the last time I see her uh, which just makes me wish that you know I was white so I could hate my grandparents without remorse uh, that's, that's, that's what I found like I had a friend that was just like in 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 college where I was just like dude I love my grandma and he's like well my grandma's a bitch like I stole money from her every dime I went over to her house and I'm just like why can't I have that <laughs> I need that in my life I don't know uh go through a lot of um oh yeah i I did a drive i i uh i drive a lot in san francisco and uh when i go home i try not to drive because it's just i just need that break so i I usually just let my sister drive me around uh but she just started driving like a year ago like she just got her license less than a year ago so it's very very scary um all, mainly because uh, the 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 on ramps and like the merge lanes in in Hawaii are just are are very short. They're they're like I, I don't know. Like it, it, you you don't have time to to merge into a lane. So when my sister at, see okay, I, I try not to be like I try not to I, like stereotypes do. <laughs> my mom fucking sucks at driving. Holy shit, like. I and my sister, dude. Wow, like she learned. I, I I don't know. I I learned from my mom, but I somehow got better at driving. And maybe I'm still bad, but I'm definitely better than them. Like, I asked my sister. Uh, so, do you know when the car is like going straight into a into a parking stall? And she just says no. Like, <laughs> like that's part of the, that's part of what you need to drive a car. Like, I I <laughs> I. I fucking something i don't know like she's love her to death but you know she might kill us one day (laughs) in the car um uh, what else do i have got a lot of just yeah i just have a lot of notes that that i wrote down and i want to get through them all uh i have a couple dogs at home uh they're, they're really small like uh like useless dogs uh that uh, that, yeah, because my mom doesn't want to take care of of giant useful dogs that can actually protect. Like they, like the the thing about small dogs is that they they think they're helpful, but they're not. Um, uh, that that so I have two. One of them thinks that he's helpful and knows, but he's really not. And then the the other one, she's she's just she just knows that she's there just to be there. Uh, she'll 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 like. She does this thing where she just pees on, like when we take her out, to, out on the sidewalk, she just pees on the concrete, and she just looks at me like, "What? Yeah, what are you gonna do about it?" And I'm just like, "Okay, um, I'm sorry." Uh, and then I, I, she, it's like she, it's like she knows that that we're gonna take care of her no matter what, and it's so, it's, it's like she's taking advantage of her privilege as a dog about being so lovable, because like she'll just like, I. I and this is kind of a fault on my part, but like she, she, there's this one time where I, I forgot to take her out and she just started doing that thing where that dogs do where like they kind of 
like they walk around and they chase their tail like they're about to like when they're right before they're gonna uh, take a shit and i noticed that and i was like oh fuck and then i tried to i tried to stop her but then she just did it anyway so i dove and i caught it in my hand and uh then she looks at me like yeah that's right <laughs> you're my bitch <laughs> oh god because <laughs> uh, yeah well she's spayed so she's not a, she, she's not a bitch i think i think bitches are only fertile female canines or something like that X bitch is that is that I don't know that that some some some, okay, yeah. so, some some like English professor had told me that once and then I was just like okay uh, I'll never use that and then I did use it now so I guess jokes on me again you are at eight minutes eight minutes <laughs> all right <laughs> that's very soothing compared to that rant that you went on at the beginning that was a uh, I was like, yeah, yeah that, 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 that felt cathartic. Uh, so cathartic that, that I felt that if I somehow got involved with it, I might be destroyed by the catharsis, like the big bang. Like, it, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, let's see. I really only have... Uh, uh, only eight uh, minutes of new material? Yeah. Fuck your face. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that. <laughs> no, you can keep going. You can do some old stuff too. Talk about like, do the nah, do the uh, do my favorite joke. Close with the t- close with your Pearl Harbor joke. Oh, I oh yeah, there's you a shooting at Pearl Harbor. Uh, American hero. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> he doesn't want to do his tried and true. That makes sense. Uh, I enjoy very much. Cody has a joke about uh, his his uh, Japanese grandparents and choosing the sides and I really enjoy that joke. I think it's really well written and very funny. Your next comedian is either Rob or Kelly. I don't know. You guys want to mad dog each other? Rob's going to do it. All right. Your next comedian, what a tall drink of water he is. I would sexually harass him, but I I don't think that he'd ever like take it. He'd be like, he'd look at me and be like, whatever. (laughs) Like I've tried to sexually harass him and he just like looks at me. He's like, yeah, fine. (laughs) Put your hands together, everybody, for the very funny Rob Edwards. So I get hit on all the time, so I'm just kind of like, eh, like, you know, I'm like girls. I act like girls do, like, oh, you're like you're tall and cute, it's like, oh, thanks, and then I walk away. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't really get too caught up in it. Don't, don't let the haters get to you, Pam. You know what I'm saying? Let it, let it fuel you. You know what I'm saying? That's what I do. I don't live off love. I, I fuel from people's hatred. You know what I'm saying? It makes me stronger. You know what I mean? Don't let them get to you. Right, so I'm gonna just, I'm gonna try to, you know, punch up an old joke and then work on some new concepts or whatever so uh i am uh am well endowed and when i when i think about it uh being well endowed all i'm really doing is using my penis to rearrange her insides uh does that make my dick an interior designer i think it does hmm let's see uh, we're kind of going for an open floor plan here. So in order to achieve that, we're going to have to push some of these walls back. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's see. Let's move her bladder over here. Okay. 
okay, the room's really starting to come together, you know? It was really tight and cramped when we first got here, but now that we've been here for a while and moved some things around, there's so much room for activities. It's, it's crazy. We're almost finished. We just need you to decide whether you want us to pull out now and paint the exterior or stay inside and repaint the room. That's up to you. <laughs> if you want, we can paint your upstairs room. You just need to let us know verbally or open your mouth and stick out your tongue. We will know what to do from there. Uh, what was that, ma'am? Oh, unfortunately, we have to put the paint somewhere. It'll become a big deal. My coworkers will turn blue. It's, it's a lot of unnecessary paperwork. Thank you for your cooperation. All right, that one, I like that. I liked how I reworded that one. That went well. Um, let's see, new shit. Um, I miss the old days where only white dudes recorded, recorded themselves doing stupid shit on camera. You know, like, you know, like America's funniest home videos or like the show Jackass, you know, good, wholesome, Caucasian foolishness. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, uh, you know, cause I would sit at home watching this shit like, you know, man, you wouldn't catch my black ass doing that. You wouldn't, I wouldn't be caught dead doing that shit. But now everybody's recording themselves with social media. You know what I mean? Everybody wants to be viral and blow up and all that type of shit. And man, my people, God, my people, we just incriminate ourselves so much. It is, it is terrible, man. You know, I guess they're playing with loaded guns on Facebook, Facebook Live, and you accidentally blow some motherfucker's head off, or fucking, you rob a bank and then take a, a selfie with the money you just stole from the bank. And I'm like, bro, how many of these little niggas have to go to jail before you realize the police have Instagram, they have Facebook, they have Snapchat, they have Tinder, Grinder, they, they have. Christian Mingle, FarmersOnly.com. They have all of that shit, man. Stop putting shit up, man, incriminating yourselves. It's crazy to me, man. What else? What else did I want to work on? Uh, I don't hand girls my phone anymore. Uh, it's, uh, you know, I had a, a, it, a, this happened to me a few times where, you know, I gave them my phone to like put their number in, in my phone. Like I'd open the app and be like, hey, just put your number in the phone. And you know, when I do that, you're supposed to put your number in the phone and then give me my fucking phone back. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I had a couple of times where girls went through my Instagram. Uh, yeah, yeah, went through my Instagram. Uh, what else they do? They deleted my Tinder account. Uh, <laughs> they uh, cash apped themselves and then signed me up for their OnlyFans page or some shit. Like, I, you know, and I'm like, you know, and she did that shit in 45 seconds. I was like, that shit was incredible. How did you do that shit? I don't know, I don't even like going on dates anymore, man. Girls just wanna know everything right away. Like, they wanna know everything about, like, I leave a date, like, barely knowing their name, and they, like, know my blood type or some shit. Like, is this a date or identity theft? Like, what the fuck is really going on? Trying to sell my kidney on the dark web. I don't know what kind of shit. Oh, man, crazy. What else did I? want to work on uh oh this is a story okay so i uh i've never told this story to anybody i don't think it this happened when i was a uh, long time ago i was a useless idiot um you might refer to them as children i call them useless idiots and uh i was pumping gas for my cousin before school one day and i pulled out too early and got gas all over my fucking pants right and you know I didn't realize the magnitude of the situation because I'm, I'm a useless, I was a useless idiot at the time, you know? And my cousin, who, who was older, either didn't 
uh, notice or didn't care that I was ready to go up in flames like a vampire in sunlight. You know what I'm saying? So I, you know, I ended up going to school that day, and I'm in. I'm at lunch. I'm not lunch. It was breakfast, and uh, you could see panic beginning to fill the room. Everybody, you know, eventually the fire alarm went off. Uh, they evacuated the building, and we're all standing outside at this point. They fucking called uh, the fire department, the police, uh, Batman, uh, the Avengers, Captain Planet. I mean, it was a shit show, you know what I'm saying? And I'm freaking out, you know what I mean? I'm a little kid, like, goddammit, I know, I know it's me, you know what I mean? And so I'm like, fuck it, Rob, get ahead of it, you know, confess, confess like Usher, and you, like, you're Usher and you just gave somebody herpes, you know what I'm saying? Like. These are my confessions. Just when I thought I said all I could say, my chick on the side has bumps below the waist. You know, like some shit. You know, like get ahead of it. You know what I mean? So I go up to like the, uh, I think of maybe the vice principal or some shit, and I'm like, hey, excuse me, um, you know that gas smell coming from the building? I think it's me. And she looks at me and goes, oh no, baby, that's not what we're talking about. And she walks away. And I didn't realize what it, ha it took me a minute to realize what did just happen. Uh, she thought that I thought that they, the fire alarm went off and we evacuated the building. She thought I thought everybody did that because I farted. She thought that's what I thought she meant. You know what I mean? And I'm like, is this the respect a public school education will get you? You know what I'm saying? Like, you think I don't know the difference between petroleum, gasoline, and flatulence? Like, what the fuck? What kind of shit is that? You know what I mean? I felt disrespected. You know what I mean? And uh, at that point, I was like, fuck it. You know, I don't care anymore. I tried to tell this bitch, and she fucking thought, you know, I farted, and then the, the fucking, <laughs> like, the sky was falling or some shit. And so we went back to class, and, uh, you know, we are all doing our little thing with crayons and shit, and, you know, and, uh, yeah, I, it, one, of my, my, one of my classmates was right next to me, and she was like, you know what, you kind of smell like gas. And I, I put my crayon down, I looked at him, and I was like, if you fucking tell anyone, I'll fucking kill you. I'll fuck, I'm in the fourth grade. I'm talking like, they, like you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, I will gut you like they did Mel Gibson on Braveheart. Don't fuck with me. I'm, I'm losing my shit right now. You know what I'm saying? I told 11 kids this. I had this conversation 11 times. I threatened to kill 11 of my classmates. Y'all understand? That shit was crazy, bro. All right, well, yeah, I'm working that story out. Okay, that's, 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 that's something there. Uh, I think uh, I think love songs give girls kind of the wrong idea about relationships sometimes, especially older ones. You know, uh, there's a song, uh, "Ain't No Mountain High Enough," you know, "Ain't No Valley Low Enough," "Ain't No River Wide Enough to Keep Me from Getting to You, Baby." You know what I mean? And I don't know what kind of outdoorsy lumberjack bitches Marvin Gaye was fucking with, but. Uh, <laughs> If you find yourself on the mountain and call Rob, Rob is gonna have some questions like, the fuck are you doing on a mountain? And why do I have to follow you up there? You hiked your ass up there, you can hike your ass down. Get that cardio in, that's why you did it, right? Why the fuck I gotta follow you up there, you know what I mean? Ain't no river wide enough. You know, and I feel like girls always doing some shit to make me try to prove something. And you know, like, swim across. First of all, I can't swim. I know that's stereotypical, but it's true. Rob sinks, you know what I'm saying? And secondly, you know, why would I swim across when there's a fucking bridge? I could just walk across the bridge. Like, why do we have to make this so difficult? It's like, no, you gotta prove you really want it. Fuck you. I said, when I said I'm willing to drown in it, I was talking about the pussy. I did not mean that literally. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm, I don't know. You're at nine minutes. Oh, shit. 
Okay, uh, one more. You were talking about uh, you apologize for being white, and I have a I have a, a bit about that. Like I was uh, I was at a bar one time, and I was with this college professor, and uh, he was a white guy, and I don't know how we got on this topic, but if, at one point he said, uh, you know, uh, to be honest, being white's kind of lame, and I was like, what? That's crazy. Is that what they're teaching young Caucasians these days? That's wild to me. You know what I mean? Like, listen, white people, don't. You can acknowledge that what happened in the past is fucked up, but don't be, don't be ashamed of your whiteness. Bask in it. You know, like fucking accept that shit. When it comes to hating on white people, let me do that. You know what I'm saying? I've been doing this shit all my life. I'm a goddamn pro at it. You know what I mean? I'm LeBron James, and you play at the rec league. I don't need your help. You know what I'm saying? We've perfected this shit. All right, I think that's 10 minutes. I'm good off that. Yeah. That was exactly 10 minutes, Rob Edwards. Yes! Read into interior designer Rob Edwards. Keep clapping. Yay! That was a very funny joke about redesigning her interior. Huh. Very nice. Keeping the stereotype of huge black dipk alive. Thank you for doing that. My ex husband was not doing his work in that media. <laughs> Your next comedian, what a lovely, no, it's great. Anytime I have an opportunity to shit on my ex-husband, I'll take it. Like a hot black man slinging dick out here. Yeah, let's talk about my ex-husband's inferior penis, everyone. Let's do that. It's been, it's been like 15 years. It doesn't matter. It's been more than that. No, it's only been 13 years. 2007. No, his dick's the same size. I, well, I haven't seen it in 13 years, but still. Uh, another person's dick I've never seen. Put your hands together for <laughs> Kelly Evans. That's actually what I'm here to do. Let's pull my dick out, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can't hear that shit over the radio. Um, no, it's way too cold in here. It is. So I closed the door. So I closed the door. Not because I was going to pick pull my dick out, just because I was cold. Anyway, it's winter, everybody. It's winter, which is uh, union dock worker fashion season. Is that what I'm trying out right now? So, And I will take my full hour break. I'm going to fucking, you know, evidently nobody's worked in a union here. All right? We're doing union jokes, huh? Yeah, that's that's how far... I have fallen. <laughs> I, uh, I think Pam's uh, rant was so cathartic that uh, Cody got over his dad's death. You know, like. <laughs> I actually, uh, my grandpa died uh, last week. Uh, I went to Houston for his funeral this week. Yeah, it's upsetting. But I actually, uh, yeah, I, I came back uh, feeling way better than I did when I left. Like, it was just, maybe it was family or maybe just somebody needs to die every once in a while for me to feel like not depressed, you know? It's like, it makes you like embrace life maybe? I don't know, I think it's just being around loved ones is important. So someone you love should die on a yearly basis, you know? So what I'm saying? You know, it just has to be the right person. Nobody you're gonna need too much, they're paying your bills, keep them alive. Unless you get a big inheritance, then, well anyway, let's keep moving. <laughs> Kill them is what I'm saying, all right. Uh, you were talking about Christians and uh, not doing anal, which is weird because I went to high school with all Christians and that is the only sex they had because yeah, that's the way you get around losing your virginity is uh, the poop hole loophole is what they fondly called it. That is a real phrase, I did not make that up. People call it the poop hole loophole. So it's fucking stupid. All right, now we get into uh, actual fucking jokes. I um, everybody here smokes weed, I assume. 
No? Nobody smokes weed here? Are we all too high right now to answer? All right, that's just fucking gentle nods. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's why I don't, that's actually not why I don't smoke too much. I, I smoke weed, but I try not to smoke too much weed because I, I start getting really paranoid and I have these like a, a paranoid, irrational thoughts. Like, have you ever been so high that you suddenly believe in ghosts, you know? <laughs> like, oh, fuck, I am under my covers. Like, that is going to do anything, you know? It's just like you get so high you believe in like irrational, unrealistic ideas. Like, there's someone in my shower or it's possibly my fault for why I'm alone. You know, like, that's all crazy, right? Is that too close to Hummer people? <laughs> Everybody last night laughed at that shit hard. I was like, this might not be the right room of people. They're like, <laughs> we are all alone here. Except for Pam. Pam is in a relationship. Good for Pam. Sorry, I am actually, I, I did actually, well, let's hope he's not listening. <laughs> Anyway, uh, I uh, <laughs> I actually did just like get out of a relationship. My ex girlfriend, uh, she's all right. We just did, like didn't match up. She was always like kind of asking me for unrealistic things. Like she wanted to be my best friend, uh, which I think is like a lot to expect of somebody. Like I'm not gonna be your. That's like a, a lot of pressure to put on me. But she was like, no, like just treat me like you treat your friends. And I was just thinking like you don't know my friends. Like they are dirtbag people. <laughs> you know, like all right, I don't think you're gonna enjoy it when I like, insult the size of your genitals, right? Like, that's not, like, you got a huge pussy, bitch! Yeah, I'm gonna fuck your sister, because that's what I tell my friends. And then I twist her nipple and call her a piece of shit. You know, like, that's what friendship is all about. Nobody else has friends here, alright? Are you saying this is an unhealthy friendship that I have? Alright, fuck you guys, alright? that Get out there, uh, make some friends, be somebody, is what I'm saying, alright? Just, it's Christmas season. It's all about love. Are you offering me fruit in the middle of my set? <laughs> this is like, a, I feel like I'm royalty right now. Bring on the lady with the fan, all right? Mm. Watch me perform. Uh -huh. Oh, well, that went on the ground. Clearly, I'm not going to be an actor, all right? And he ate it. No, I'm good. I actually don't save it for later. I'm not a physical comic is what you're learning. All right, I'm not, I move my arms around too much. That's the extent of it. That's all I can fucking do. Um, yeah, I actually did want to talk about something. I had, uh, I have a really good friend who is like an extreme feminist, like fucking extreme. That's why I like her because she's firm in her beliefs. You don't meet a lot of people like that who like know what they believe and then fucking follow it. And uh, she was talking to me one day and she says, you know what the answer is to men sexually harassing women? I think we should start sexually harassing them. It's like, all right, cool. Um, I support you 100%. <laughs> like, bring it on. Let's fuck it. Because you can't sexually harass the willing, all right? That's not... Men Men would enjoy it too much. Okay, not all... Sure, there's, like, a few men out there who are like, you know, nobody takes it seriously when I say I'm sexually harassed. Yes, I'm doing an effeminate voice for them, okay? Because that's what they usually are like. They're like, I got sexually harassed and nobody took it seriously. And that's because those men are silenced by 99% of men. They're like, don't fuck it up for the rest of us, man. Come on. What the fuck are you doing? It's like, seriously, because the thing is, like, men see sexual harassment as a compliment, all right? They don't get it because they don't ever get complimented. And I understand that. You don't want to compliment a guy because, you know, say you're at work and you're like, hey, Bob, nice haircut. Bob's going to be like, yeah, you want to fuck, don't you? Yeah, let's fuck. That's what, like, most men misinterpret. We're not good with subtlety is my point, aside from some of us here. Uh, 
But yeah, so I get why men don't get complimented. But the side effect of that is men's only compliments are from like gay men or I don't know, like women on their deathbed with nothing to lose. You know, like, and those compliments are like, I'm going to grab your dick. Let me see that dick. Bring that dick out. You're like, all right, that is uh, extreme. All right, that is, but seriously, that's why men uh, are like, let me see your tits. And they're like, why are you upset? You know, that's, (laughs) I don't get it. That's a compliment. It's like, no, that's not. That's not a compliment. That's a, that's a problem. It is a pro- So, like, I don't know what the answer is, but you can't, like, listen, all right, I worked at a job once, and uh, I got sexually harassed, all right? My boss uh, was a woman, and uh, she would, like, walk up behind me and, like, grab my ass, and I was uh, very excited about it, honestly. We dated for, like, months. It was fucking, I was like, I'm getting paid, and I'm having sex. It's like a fucking bonus. I don't know how to explain this to women. I would say it's like this. It's like, say you're at work, and you're earning money, and then somebody is like, hey, I want to listen to your story, you know, and that should, and then you're just like, wow, I got somebody empathic at work and I'm making money. That's what people grabbing my dick is like, you know, that's, that's, it's the same thing for men. That's the only way I can explain it. Okay. That's a new concept. I'm working out. Cool. I, I, that's, that's fun. That's fun. Uh, how about this? You guys know about, uh, it's going to be a fucking very weird segue. <laughs> you guys, you know what Falun Gong is? You guys know what Falun Gong? Yeah. This guy knows. Cody is in Falun Gong, actually. It's a little-known fact. Uh, Falun Gong is a religious group, uh, which is just a cult with a million followers and a jet. That's what that's the only thing I can see is the difference between a religion and a cult is how many people and money. You got some crown jewels, then you're not a cult anymore. You're fucking authentic, you know? That's how that shit works. Anyway, Falun Gong is interesting, though. They're, like, they believe, they're Chinese. Uh, they believe in a, it's like a Taoist philosophy, and uh, they use a swastika as their symbol still. That's a... Yeah, they do. That's still a thing. Listen, I get it. Like, the swastika was originally, like, a Buddhist symbol. It's been around for thousands of years before the Nazis used it. But uh, sometimes things get ruined for everyone, okay? (laughs) Like, you just can't, like, a Hitler mustache or rollerblades. You just got to give them up. You know, you can't do that and look normal. People are going to be like, that guy's a terrorist. And anybody on ter- rollerblades is a terrorist. You should don't trust anybody rollerblading is what I'm saying. Those people are fucking animals. Anyway, I bring it up because uh, maybe you've heard about this wonderful um, entertainment lately. It's called Shen Yun. Yeah, Shen Yun. It's a musical run by Falun Gong. Falun Gong actually runs Shen Yun. You might have seen it on a bus or your Facebook feed or your dreams if you're like me and you can't get it out of your head. It's like, God damn, I am dreaming about this shit now. That is a very impressive marketing campaign. Like, you got me in my actual head. Fuck, how do I pay for that? You know, like, I'm just trying to get saturation on Instagram. I want to be in people's dreams, right? That's just a thought that I'm having. But anyway, like, uh, maybe you haven't seen them because, I don't know, you fucking don't read or walk around. Open your fucking eyes is my point. You got to know what I'm talking about. Shen Yun. It's the Chinese woman with the legs up in the air. Anyway, it's authentic Chinese history. Uh, but really what it is is uh, a musical with cult indoctrination, you know, because nothing spices up uh, Tiananmen Square like song and dance, you know? Like that's pretty much what it is. It's like the horrors of Tiananmen Square uh, to the sound of music, you know, and just a high kick periodically. I mean, who doesn't love getting run over by tanks is my point. Uh, that's actually not my point. I don't know where I'm going with this. I fucking am way off script. Uh, let's get back to actual jokes. I'll finish on. What time am I at? I'm, uh, oh, I'm fucking far in. All right. You're at nine minutes, uh, nine minutes, nine seconds. All right, cool. I got, uh, let's finish with one more thing. Actually, two more things. This is just a statement. I got a new sister for Christmas. 
Yeah, yeah, she's 42. <laughs> yeah, that is uh, 23 of me has some surprises, you know? That's what, uh, evidently. So that's just, I'm going to finish that thought, but I found out this uh, Christmas. I found out, found my dad. He's dead, evidently. That's fine. We just missed each other, barely. You know, by barely, I mean 13 years. That's, you know, alcoholism will fuck you up, evidently. I'm like, oh, it does run in my family deep. <laughs> like, I was like, I thought I had one side. It is both sides. We are saturated. I got to stop drinking is my point there. And uh, so that's just something that I found out and I'm working on it as an idea. Uh, but then also I was hanging out with a friend and we're like, we're like out somewhere. I don't know. We're like at a restaurant and all of a sudden the Jackson five comes on, you know, you're out, you hear the Jackson five periodically or like thriller. I hear thriller a lot. And my friend was like, listen, we, we canceled R Kelly. Like, how can we not cancel Michael Jackson? Have people not seen this fucking documentary? And I was like, well, it's because Michael Jackson uh, didn't advertise what he was doing in his music. You know, like, you listen to Bump and Grind, it's a very different song when you realize he had a 12-year-old in his basement. <laughs> like, like, it is hard to process. Anyway, thank you very much. Have a great night. Kelly Evans working through the sadness and depression to make us all laugh. And he, God, Kelly, you're so funny. You, you did uh, 11 minutes. You, you're so good at just like talking without saying, um, or ah about anything. Like, it's just, I feel like you should work. You should be paid to do radio for realsies because you never say, um, or ah, and you have a really nice voice to listen to. And you're always saying something, even if it's something mundane, you're saying it with excitement. You can be like, I had a glass of milk today and it was incredible. It was terrible, but it was also amazing. And there was a girl there and that was weird. Like all of that is, I'm very engendered to you. Um, are, does anyone want to, I don't feel like doing jokes just because I was, it's, I, I have nothing new and I just don't feel like making, forcing you to listen to me since you all listened to my rant at the beginning anyways, which I feel like was good enough. But does anyone want to go up to the microphone and say what upcoming shows they have and, um, just promote that because you might as well. Do you have any upcoming shows? Anyone in the new year? No one's doing anything in the new year. Rob's doing something in the new year. This hot drink of water, slinging huge dick, being an interior designer of all the women's interiors. Great joke, by the way. It's very, very funny. Well, when I'm not slinging dick, I will uh, be at uh, Comedy Oakland on the 4th. Uh, That's next Saturday. You're going to do the machine, huh? Yeah. Yeah, you're going to kill it. I, I bet you'll win. Because you don't give a fuck. (laughs) You don't give a fuck, so you'll win. Every time I give a fuck, I always lose. But whenever you just like are like, whatever, you're you're perfect. They'll love the shit out of you. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, the tenth, I'm gonna do the show at Edinburgh Castle that I'm on. Right on. Is that the three strikes thing with TK Moyer? uh, Or is it just a show? It's a show. It it got like pushed back because it was leaking from the roof or some shit. Right. Yes. Everything's falling apart in the tenderloin. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. And then uh, 22nd, I'm in a contest at Tommy T's. Cool. Out in Pleasanton. Yeah. So You're all over the place. A lot of gas money. But yeah. That, oh yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah. Hey, and uh, Rob Ever, Edwards, everyone, check him out on his last couple of podcasts. He's been killing it here. Your new jokes really are, you're, it's, they're great. I can't wait to hear them in front of like, you know, not comics. That would, yeah. that'll be amazing. Cause you've been working really hard and it shows and that's great. Yay. Rob Edwards. Yay. Kelly, Kelly Evans, go up and say what shows you're doing. Yay. He's got so many shows. He's so great. No, well, not too many. Uh, just a couple that I want to bring up. Uh, first of all, uh, this is later in the month, but I want to bring it up. Rachel Pinson's birthday is the 22nd. 
of January, and she wants to do like a fun show where we all do each other's bits, or like basically in our voice, or do our bits in their voice. I don't know if it's kind of like drawn from a bucket. I'm a little iffy on it, but fuck it, go anyway. Keep an eye out. I'm sure she'll tell us all about it. Um, and then I just have two shows. I got uh, Hella Funny on the 9th at Milk Bar. That's a Thursday. And then uh, the following Monday, Rockridge uh, at the Rick. Rockridge Improvement Club. Yeah. Great, great, great show. I can't say enough about Erie Diamond's show. It's so She's great. Fun. Yeah, she's, she's great. And that show is great. And that awesome. venue is great. I just did it like two weeks ago. And the bartenders are awesome. And it's totally historic. And it's has like a it has a beautiful you perform in front of this gorgeous fireplace and it's an amazing stage and there's all kinds of people there they even gave me free pizza and like drink they drink tickets being a comedian and doing stuff there is great and it's always a great audience check out the rock improvement club and talk to eerie diamond about getting booked on that show but yeah. yeah it's a great it's super super fun i hope you have a great time there yeah and one last note if you're doing comedy machine my best advice is do your best material in the first set all right that's what everybody else does don't fucking do your second best material because you will get out. That is exactly unless you unless every set that you have is good enough to win, you know, every fucking round. You know, uh, my advice on Comedy Machine is similar. Um, I did some really great jokes in the first part, and then I said, like, oh, I said, oh, you guys are so great, you'll like abortion jokes. And then I went up for my second set and I did abortion jokes and I pushed the feminist issue too hard and they hated me. So just don't try to push any issues. Just have fun. They're not a they're not an audience. <laughs> they're definitely not an abortion audience. Audience. That's what I learned uh, from them. Good. No, it would just, yeah, but just have fun. I, it's always hard to do comedy machine because I'm like, I'm competing, I'm competing. Will I be good enough? I'm like, will I ever be good enough? Will I ever be good enough? And then it's like, my mom is here. Is my mom here? She's not here and I'll never be good enough. Nothing is ever good enough. I'll never be good enough. Why don't you like me? And so that kind of energy doesn't make people in the audience like me. So I've learned that I'll never do comedy machine again because I've already put myself through enough hell and I've been doing comedy for eight years. So that show can fuck itself. But I hope you have a great time. I can't compete anymore. Anybody else raise your hand if you hate comedy competitions. Anyone? No, you all love them. Good for you. I hope you all win. But it is so hard to compare apples and oranges and then feel like you'll never be good enough and everybody hates you. Yay! No, they just clap. They The loudest applause and they judge and they do a thing. And You're so likable though. You're so likable, you're fine. They're going to love you. I wouldn't be surprised if you win because your material is solid and you're really good looking and you're super chill. So there's no reason for them not to fucking love you. Um, anyone else have any upcoming shows? Deborah Upton, you must have a podcast. Do you not have a podcast, my friend? You seem like a person with a podcast. I'm actually, I'm trying to start one, but actually I was seriously, I, I was just ready to quit comedy because the driving is killing me. Where, now, where are you, where are you located out I of? live in Marin and there's oh. no comedy in Marin. The only thing you yes. have in Marin is the Throckmorton. Well, that, the, they're not going to pay me. I mean, they don't have any open mic. Right, exactly. But have, soon, but make they're, a tape. Uh, 19, bro, um, sorry. Yeah, 19 Broadway starting a comedy up in January, February. I want. I hope they have an open mic then, and yeah. that'll be the... Right now, there is none. There's no open mic, so I have to go to Sonoma or San Francisco. Or, or Santa Rosa. And That's I, far I, I, from Marin. I am like not a... I am like not a driver. I mean, I should have been taking limos my whole life. I, I don't drive well. I 
I hear you. I, I, I get anxiety just going up hills, you know, or today I was, I was lost somewhere in Tomales Bay. I go, how the fuck did I get it? Then I end up going past my old farm, and I just, I don't do, I'm not a good driver. And it's terrible because comics have to travel, drive, motels, hotels, states. You got to go fucking everywhere to be a comic. So it's kind of like, ah. What do I do? You know, because it really is horrible. It's like having a, a it's almost like a disability if when I, yo, so sure, when or I an, drive. Or an ex-husband that you want to see, but you don't want to see. I'm being courageous you when are. I drive somewhere. So nobody knows what I go through to get somewhere. But anyway, oh, the, I do have a uh, radio show, the FCC with oh, uh, good for you. Danny. I think Danny Deshi on last, Thursdays. The last Thursday of January. That's the only thing I have because like I said, I was contemplating, yeah, I'm do, you know, I'm not sure. No, uh, stay alive. Always uh, think about maybe have a, uh, we still have a bunch of open spaces here at Mutiny. It's only a hundred bucks a month to have your own podcast. Oh yeah. Whatever you want. I I was thinking about that. Was thinking about doing that. Scream into the void with me. Wow. (laughs) Join Pam. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Join, join the, join the group of exiles here at Mutiny Radio. I do Look at at these lovely people. I I love, I, I love all of my people who come here. I love all the boys and the girls. And Deborah, thank you so much for coming, and thank you again for defending me on the internet because that is a seedy, disgusting place. I mean, I was of just horrible like trolls this- who don't know what's going on, and they're just—you know what? I don't understand about the internet is how people who are dicks can say dicky things, and then I try to say something, and they're like, "You're a dick," and I'm like, "No, I'm a real person. You say shitty things all the time, and no one calls you a dick." <laughs> kind of like, re- how come? It reminded it. me of, the, of of politics when I was li- watch listening and going, what? Sounds like the Democrats and the fucking Republicans, liberals and the and the right, the left. And you know, the I'm Jets not, and the Sharks. I'm not the cheerleaders and the football yeah, players. I'm Were not, you ever popular in high school? Uh, no. Neither was I. Anyone here in this room popular in high school? If you raised your hand, I'd say, fuck your face. You shouldn't be a comedian. <laughs> Yay. You don't get to be popular in high school and be a comedian. Nathan Lowe. I'm yeah. sorry. He's nice. He just came back from out of time. Sorry. It's mm. uh, but Deborah, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for oh. your work of coming out here and putting the time in. Thank you all the people that came and did this. I really appreciate it. I really appreciate your money. Uh, I hope everyone has great shows tonight or they do whatever they're doing. I hope that you all stay alive for the new year. And if you're ever feeling like super terrible, give me 760-716-3865. I'll fucking talk you off the shelf. I'll do it. I'll like seriously text me. Be like, Pam, I'm crazy. I'll be like, dude, me too. And we'll have a little text conversation. Uh, But you know, suicide is the only thing is the only thing that's preventable. It's the only death that's preventable. So if you're ever feeling that way, please, please, please text me 760-716-3865 and we can talk about it. It'll be great. And thanks for coming to Mutiny Radio and thanks for indulging in free speech. We're going to get out of here and I'm going to drink because that's what I do to make myself feel better. Yay!
motorcycle lawyers were part of the riding community. Law Tigers watches over riders. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, we'll help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear, too. We're by your side every step of the way. With the Law Tigers, you never ride alone. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit us on the web at lawtigers.com. The Law Tigers, California's motorcycle lawyer. Victor Terrace, Harris Law Firm, LLP, 180 Permanent Circle, Suite 300, Sacramento, California, 95834. Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... Uh, aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by uh, Here's you. his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch a
Apply now for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2020 coming up March 1st through 7th, 2020. But you can apply now through November 30th. 50 shows in seven days, over 50 comics from all around the U.S., and you could be one of them. Go to the Mutiny Radio website, www.mutinyradio.fm. Click the Apply button. Pay that 20 bucks. Donate to Mutiny Radio and apply with your five-minute video to the Mutiny Radio 5th Annual Comedy Festival coming up March 1st through 7th, 2020. Submissions close November 30th. Get those submissions in now. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead peasants? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to Joke Workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Hungry for a burger? Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counter Offer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store-bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counter Offer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counter Offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Venice. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counter Offer, baby. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk, MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shitface McRat. (laughs) 
subliminal SF visual and auditory mind control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. Tired of paying too much for your internet? Contracts and hidden fees got you down? Tired of supporting the same big cable companies that lobby against a free and open internet? Get Monkey Brains! Monkey Brains is a local internet provider who doesn't sell your data, bind you down with contracts, or trick you with hidden monthly fees. We're honest, local, and 100% net neutral. Residential internet for only $35 a month, business packages starting at $75 a month, Go to monkeybrains.net and sign up today. Asiento. Asiento. Take a seat at Asiento on 21st and Bryant. Meet friends for a drink, have delicious tapas, and a relaxed community atmosphere. Asiento, honestly, is a wonderful place. They have incredible bartenders and board games all over the walls. Trivia on Mondays. Taco Tuesdays. First Wednesday, live jazz. Live DJs Thursday. Parties. The food is darn good. Special happy hour prices all night long with your Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival ticket March 1st through 5th. Check out the schedule at www.asientosf.com. Come take a seat. I had a date there and it did not go well. But it wasn't the fault of the place. They're very nice. Asiento. It's uh, Monday morning. <laughs> it is. It's uh, hey, we're doing a drive time thing. Uh, Bug House Square. Uh, if you're listening live, uh, hey, my name's Sean, and uh, have you seen? Gonna be doing something for a while. Man. Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? I've been hearing his name all over the land. Hey, this week on Bug House Square, that's why I'm, I'm in here on a, on a Monday morning. It's uh, uh, tomorrow's Tuesday and it's Christmas Eve, and, and well, uh, we're uh, hosting the uh, festivities, so uh, I won't be able to make my time slot or next weekend because that's New Year's Eve, and um, we're going to go see John Oliver. That's right, John Oliver. So dig that. So what I'm doing is uh, I can come in here on some open slots and, and uh, 
get a show or two in the can. Uh, I'll do one today, and this will hopefully get up uh, in my spot tomorrow, uh, the spirits willing. So this is uh, the last show of uh, the decade, the year. Um, so I've, I, did I do something special? Uh, <laughs> I'm doing something different. So I went through, as I was fishing through my records, I got, I kind of just went for stuff that, um, I wouldn't usually get. So, um, it's going to be a, uh, interesting show. Pretty sure. Again, if you're listening live, um, this is Bughouse Square. Uh, if you like what you hear, um, you know, there's a whole ton of it so with that uh, I will uh, talk to you soon Vigilante man Why does a vigilante man Carry that sword off Shotgun in his hand Would he shoot his brother and sister down I rambled around from town to town I rambled around from town to town and they herded us around like a wild herd of cattle was that the vigilante men have you seen that vigilante man have you seen that vigilante man i've heard his name all over the
scientific point of view, it is now very likely that there will be again another ice age quite soon in the world, that we shall have the north part of the world all frozen like it used to be, then we're beginning to have natural disasters. From a scientist's study, it seems likely that we shall soon begin to have these great changes in the Earth's climate, and the oceans will rise, and many cities will be flooded, like London and Calcutta and so on. These things, they say, will happen according to scientific theories in about 40 years at the most, but maybe even quicker. Signals grow on radios All the strange things They come and go As early warnings Stranded starfish Have no place to hide Still waiting for The swollen eastern tide There's no point in direction We cannot even choose a side I took the old track The hollow shoulder across the waters On the tall cliffs They were getting older Sons and daughters Jaded underworld was riding high on waves of steel hurl metal at the sky and as the nails sunk in the cloud the rain was warm and soaked in the crowd
myself in the mirror before I came out tonight. Changed clothes several times, and now I
Digging all night to keep my foxhole out of sight Digging into dinner on a plate on my knees Smell a damp webbing in the morning breeze Fear in my stomach, fear in the sky By dinner with a weary eye After all this it won't be the same Messing around and souls breathe blind Pick up the people and move out We're going to a party way down I think I got 